I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. Let's go! It'll be a tough game. You know, there'll be a team who'll be highly motivated because of the situation they're in. They're having a terrific season. You know, in terms of Callum's done a fantastic job there uh, and they've been successful at this season, so we expect, you know, a tough game. It's to be tough on the night. Well, on the AstroTurf pitch but we know what required and um, we've prepared really well uh, during the week you know we'll just go there with our game plan and hopefully execute and get the three points The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Call now and voice your opinion 0808 Well, there's mayhem in the traffic in Glasgow today with that accident on the M74, but there's a full card tonight and we're looking forward to it. We told you earlier in the week fans would be allowed in for the Scottish Cup final on May the 22nd, and that is what's going to happen. And I'm delighted to say with us the man who first called for this three weeks ago, Davy Proven, is with us tonight. Davy, you must be delighted. 2,000 fans, it's not many but at least it's a start for the cup final. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. Hopefully it's the thin edge of the, the wedge and it's the start of supporters flooding back into Scottish football grounds. It's long overdue, but it's a good sign, that's for sure. And alongside you in the studio is a man, I don't know if you've worked with him before, he's a Rangers <laughs> and Scotland and Chelsea legend, the player of the year, as was. It's Derek Johnson who joins us tonight in a big week for Rangers, Derek, because they could be the Invincible League campaign for them? Well, there could be. And just looking at the the lineup for uh, for the game tonight, I mean, I thought the likes of Defoe and Itton and Wright and Stewart and King may well have got a run out, but no, it's obviously it's near the strongest Rangers side that's going to be played tonight. So the manager obviously wants to try and go the, the season undefeated. So that, that's just that probably the way he's been all his life. He's, even as a player, he wanted to win every game. Well, he's doing exactly the same at Ibrox as well. And Derek, how big would that be for Rangers? How keen are they? I know disappointment to lose out in both Cups. What does it mean to go invincible? Well, to be undefeated, the way that Rangers have been in the last decade, you know, they've been absolutely nowhere. And all of a sudden, you know, they've won the league. I'm not going to say in a canter because that, that's the wrong words to use. But they've won it, you know, with six games to go, 20 points clear. You know, and I think it would be fantastic if they went it. You know, that's that's how far this manager has taken the club so far. You know, if you if they are going to be undefeated in the whole season, so that's why he's gone out with a strong team tonight, or near near his, his strongest team, because he wants to win this game tonight and go on in Saturday and play against Aberdeen and then get you know that that undefeated season. It'll be absolutely terrific for him. And David for Celtic in action. So Rangers in action at Livy at 6 o'clock. We'll keep you right up to date. And Dundee United against Motherwell also kicking off at 6. And uh, Celtic kicking off at 6.30. Uh, Scott Brown probably last time, if he plays, as skipper at Celtic Park. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a hugely significant occasion, not, not just for, for Celtic, but obviously for Scott Brown. I've had my say on Scott Brown, uh, Paul, and I... I don't want to sound mean-spirited. Um, I'm still of the opinion that, you know, he's a, a very good player, but not a top, top player. 
but I would have to take my hat off to him. He has been a terrific servant to, to Celtic. You know, to play for the club for 14 years and handle the pressure that, uh, you know, that involves. I've got huge admiration for him and hopefully, even without a crowd tonight at Celtic Park, he'll get a good send-off. Derek, what can you say about Scott Brown that uh, hasn't been said before? What an <laughs> opponent and what success for Celtic. And uh, he gave Rangers some tough times as well. But that when he went over to Glen Kamara a couple of months ago, that was a telling yeah. moment, wasn't it? Absolutely. Just the match. Absolutely. It showed that he actually had a heart. You know, after that, when the game started, he, he certainly got stuck in as he as he normally does. But no, I think he has been good. Davy's right. I mean, he wasn't a top-class player, but the job that he did, he did very, very well indeed. He was more a leader on the park. And I think that's every club needs somebody like a Scott Brown. If things are not going well, he needs to get in the players' heads around them, get them playing again. And he certainly did that. He's getting a wee bit older now. He's not got the same role as he had before because the legs have started to go a wee bit. But if you're a Celtic fan, you would absolutely love Scott Brown for the last decade that he's been at Celtic. He probably won more trophies than, than any Celtic player for a long time. So, you know, you wish him well. He's going up to Aberdeen and, and, and that could only be a huge bonus for these fans up there. We know the fans up in Aberdeen hate the old firm. So I just wonder, he's going to have to play well every week, you know, to get in with these Aberdeen fans because I'll tell you what, the rustling of the papers up there will happen when he goes on the pitch. I, I just wonder, Derek, you know, when he walks into that dressing room because... Well, he goes in the right dressing room for a start. Well, I, I, I know, because they're, they're right across from each other, aren't they? If yeah. I remember correctly, yeah. they must have yeah. changed it. But, you know, Scott Brown, I can imagine going in there and putting a rocket up that dressing room because, for me, there are too many faint hearts in that yeah. Aberdeen dressing room. And the one thing Scott Brown will not tolerate is anyone giving any less than 100%. 100%. It's yeah. going to be very interesting... Yeah. To see not just how Scott Brown handles Aberdeen, yeah. but how that Aberdeen squad handles handle Scott Brown. Yeah, because I'll tell you, when you look at Aberdeen side, you know, when you look at them individually, they're good players, but as a unit, it's not happening. And they need they need somebody in that midfield that's going to get people playing. And you're right, he is the perfect man for that. Because if somebody's not doing their job, he will be right on top of them. That is for sure. And that could only be a huge bonus for for, uh, for I, the manager. I just I just wonder though how he's going to combine because you know, he'll have people up against the wall, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, after games on a Saturday and then on the following day, yeah. he has to turn up in the training ground yeah. and, you know, as, as if nothing's happened sort of thing. Well, that's, just some, that's something he's going to have to learn, David. It's as simple as that because if he, if he continues to do what he's doing on the park, off the park with, with these players, then it's just not going to happen for him. He's, he's going to have to change. He realises his best days are over yeah. as a footballer. Yeah. He's in there to try and get players around him playing. You know, and, and that's what Aberdeen needed this morning time because there's a lot of good youngsters at that club and I think he can help them. But you're right, I think grabbing them up with the scruff of the oh, against the wall... No, no question he, about he, it. He can't do that because yeah. he, he won't last long if that is the case. You know, I think one of, one, of my, one of my outstanding memories of Scott Brown was before one of the old firm games. I think it might have been last season and Sky got a really good camera shot inside the Celtic huddle and you could see Scott Brown and he was he was pointing he was shouting and you know you, yeah. you could see that he was the leader he was the motivator I remember that but Rangers won that game <laughs> <laughs> 
That's Derek Johnson, Davy <laughs> Proven, Paul Cooney. No, you're not in a time warp. <laughs> good, good evening, Paul. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, sir. Well, the traffic was horrendous, James. Will we say it's never happened ever in my career? That's uh, the my, worst. Have I you, have you, have I, that's you. the worst ever, honestly. I know I didn't want to see. Is that, is that yeah. a fine? <laughs> quite fine. Well, I yeah, think that's so. a fine. Oh, that's that right. a fine. Yeah. yeah. Yep, we'll send it to charity. Unbelievable out there. Take care. And there's so much on football-wise as well. I can't blame the traffic going to the football because there's not many <laughs> there. But uh, bottom of the table, Davey, your old well, club, Kelly, uh, uh, they're maybe in trouble. And Hamilton and Ross County, that's a huge game for the two of them tonight. Yeah, I, I, yep. I just think it's great looking at the, the fixture list, how significant it is <sighs> there. You know, yep. there, there's so much on the line. Rangers trying to do the invincible thing. Scott Brown's last game. Aberdeen and Hibs still fighting out for yep. third. Aberdeen have to beat Hibs. Kelly St Myrne uh, going at it as well and then for me arguably the biggest game of the night Ross County against Hamilton this battle for survival <laughs> between two really good friends Brian Rice and John Hughes of course they shared so much oh, together absolutely. and Brian Rice worked for him and I mean they've, they've come through the ranks together that's going to be some game tonight who do you think is going to go down two games to go well it's a I've, tough one I, 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 a few weeks ago I tipped Hamilton to make the great escape because they are the Harry Houdinis of Scottish football. And <laughs> I've, got to, been I've got to stick with it. But, you know, they, they, they've got to do it tonight. This is, it's all on the line for them tonight. Can they do it, Derek? Who do you think? Who do you reckon is going to go down automatically? I think Hamilton have been there, as Davey says. They've been there before for the last few seasons and they somehow can get results. But so do Ross County. Ross yeah. County have had yep. some terrific results as well. And, I, and I've got the feeling, because they're at home tonight, I think they will beat Hamilton. So I think the pressure then goes on Brian Rice's squad. I think they have every chance of going down. And it's a young squad at Hamilton, isn't it, this year? I, I know we say they're always in there, but it's, it's a different team almost yeah. every year. Uh, and for Kilmarnock, what do you think, Derek? Uh, Lafferty, of course, made a difference. Uh, we think he's fit again. Ten goals already. Well, he's done really well. If it wasn't for him, they would be down at the bottom as well, Paul. He's, he's actually saved them if they do manage to stay up. But I cannot believe that Kilmarnock are down there. You know, individually, as we were talking about the Aberdeen players, they've got good players come out, yeah, but they're yeah. just together. It's not happening with them. The weather, yeah. it's the change of manager or whatever, I've no idea. But they, they need to get players out and they need to get better players in if they do stay up because they could really toil for the next few years if they don't. Well, we hear now from the manager of the year. I don't think any complaint about that. I know people were saying Callum Davidson, maybe Stephen Clark, but it's, of course, Stephen Gerrard. I think it'd be a bonus. Um, I think individual awards for me, whether it was a player or now as a manager, um, I always see them as, as a bonus. Uh, I think the competition's really strong. There's some fantastic coaches and managers in this league. Um, so I was to win it, I'd be very flattered and humbled. Of course I would, but... We'll wait and see and, um, you know, I'll, I'll answer any questions moving forward if I win it or if I don't win it and, and we'll go from there. Stephen, you've won it. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that was recorded uh, yesterday. But uh, I, I think it's the right thing, Derek, manager of the year. Yeah, I think so. After, you know, Rangers in the doldrums for a decade and to play the way he's played and broken all the records and everything... You know, if he does go undefeated, yeah. But you're right, you, you mentioned Callum Davidson. Yep. He could actually win the double this year. Mm -hmm. And there's every chance that they could do that. And when is St Johnson ever going to do that again? David Martindale with Livingston, absolutely no money. You know, just throwing all these players in. Up until the last probably six weeks, seven weeks when results haven't gone for them, they were, they've been absolutely outstanding. You know, so when you, you when you add it all up, then you've got to look at uh, the, the Rangers manager because there's only twice, as far as I'm concerned, this season where he could look at the team and point fingers was the two cup games yeah. against St Mirren when they lose a goal in the last minute and against St Johnson where they lose a goal in the last minute. And that was very, very costly because it could have been a, a really, really good season. 
But at the start of the season, if you said to the Rangers fans, listen, you're going to win the league this year, they would have taken that. It wouldn't have mattered about anything else. But these two games, I think they let the fans down a wee bit because they were beaten by the two Saints. I, for, for me, the difference is the, and I, I do accept Callum Davidson's had a terrific season, particularly after St. Johnson won just two of their first 10 league games. What a comeback. But if you look at the pressure Stephen Gerrard was under last August before a ball was kicked, no other manager, maybe Neil Lennon, was under that type of pressure. Stephen Gerrard was playing for his job this season. I mean, if Rangers had come up short again, Derek, Three, yeah. having collapsed in the previous two seasons, I don't think Stephen Gerrard would have, would have mm. kept his job. I think he was fighting for his job this season. Yeah. And, you know, they've, they've not just won it, they've, they've won it They've won it brilliantly. You know, yeah. to lose yeah. just 13 goals yeah. in 36 games is nothing short of remarkable. And it's a testament, not just to him, but to Michael Beale as coach, yeah. to Ross Wilson in charge of recruitment, uh, you know, to and the board themselves giving them the money, giving them the money to spend yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, they had faith in him, and you know, I, I think you're right. There's, there's five or six of that backroom staff who've done a, a magnificent job. But he's the head. He's the man that comes out, and I love listening to him. I don't. Know, mm. We can laugh at Paul when he says, "Well, if it happens, it happens." Yeah. I'll talk about it then. But I, I just like listening to him. He says things from the heart. There's no messing about. If he loses a game or doesn't play mm. well, he tells you. I think his best quote ever was after one of the games. He said. I won't be looking back and watching that game tonight. Yeah. You know, things uh -huh. like that. Because yeah. he knows you can't fool punters. Mm -hmm. And what he wants is, is 100% from every every player that plays in that blue jersey. And he's got it for the majority of the season. And he's talking to Fergie again. He's <laughs> talking to Fergie. Can you believe that? I can't believe it, actually. Because if I was Stephen Gerrard and I read in Fergie's autobiography that, that he things wasn't that a he top said. player, yeah. I don't think I'd have been talking to Fergie <laughs> after that. I think you would remind him of that, though. Is that true, Alec, what you yeah. wrote about me? <laughs> Great to see though, isn't it? But that's to see yeah. you know, the Liverpool legend yeah. and the Manchester United. Listen, we, we all know about Man United ah. and Liverpool, how mm -hmm. the fans are, how the of players course. are. I mean, it's, 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 yep. it's probably rivals up here with the, with the old firm. You know, that, that, so for him yep. to go back and the two of them to speak to each other, absolutely brilliant. Love that's it. Derek Johnson. You're listening to Davy Proven and Paul Cooney here on Glasgow's newest radio station, the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. What a, uh, the lineup tonight with Oscar Aberdeen against Hibs, Kilmarnock against St Mirren, as we said, and Ross County against Hamilton. Celtic St Johnson kicks off earlier, 6 30. And uh, at six, it's Dundee United, Motherwell, and Livingston against Rangers. And Derek, you've got the full team. I heard you mentioning earlier on the Rangers lineup, McLaughlin and Gold, Tavernier, yep. Goldson, Simpson, Aribo, Kamara, Davis, Hadji, Roof, Kent and Morellas. On the bench, McGregor, Defoe, Itton, Wright, Stewart and King. And for Libby, it's uh, for Livy, it's uh, Stracek and Goals, Devlin, of course, the captain, Fitzwater, Guthrie, Longridge, Jason Holt, Diani, Pittman, Sibold, Mullen and Jet J. Emmanuel Thomas. Uh, on the bench, they've got Mealy, McMillan, Effie Ambrose, Marvin Bartley, the skipper, Alan Forrest, Kabaya, Serrano, Popnatic, and Lithgow. What are you thinking about the Rangers lineup? John McLaughlin, uh, what, you know, one of the Scotland players, getting uh, a run out tonight. Well, it's only changed really. I mean, Alan, yeah. Alan McGregor. That's 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 the, arguably the strongest side, apart from Simpson as well. He's he's played two or three games, but that's a very strong Rangers side, and I'm surprised. But he obviously wants to go undefeated. That's why he's got these. He's almost his best side out. But I'd be interested to see Wright again. I've been impressed with him coming on and doing stuff. He, he, he's, he's fitted really well into the side. And it was a good bit of business. They could have waited and got him from no, for nothing from Aberdeen in the summer. They've said, no, we'll give you the 100 grand or two or whatever it costs mm. to get him. And it's been worth it because he's bedded him into a few games and he's looked apart. 
I think Stuart as well has never really had a chance. This this might be his last chance to show him. He'll come on at some stage, you know. Yep. And uh, you know, and if he does well, then the manager might just give him an extra year because I think his contract's up. So there'll be a few playing for their places as well in this, this Rangers side. But uh, it's a very strong side. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to seeing that one tonight. Looking forward. We'll keep you right up to date with uh, all the matches we're on until seven tonight. Uh, Davey, it was a good move for Scott Wright. It was a good move for Rangers. Yeah. Wasn't such a good move for Derek McInnes. No, I, I think that was a final fracture, if you like, between Derek McInnes and Dave Cormack. That was the straw that broke the camel's back because... You know, they, they let Curtis Main go, they sold Sam Cosgrove, they had sold Scott McKenna earlier in the season. And I know for a fact that Derek McKenna said to Dave Cormack, keep Scott Wright, uh, I need Scott Wright. If you've yeah. got any dreams of finishing third and overtaking Hibs, we need Scott Wright. Yeah. And you're right, Derek, we sold for 150,000 quid. Now, did Aberdeen need that money as desperately yeah. as that, having sold well, Cosgrove money for, 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 for two rest. million? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think so. And, and I, I think that was the moment where Derek McInnes was, was finished at Aberdeen. And of course, it's the Stephen Glass era. Now, he's still got a chance of coming third, but if Hibs win tonight, they've virtually done it, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Aberdeen need to win tonight, and I think Hibs are nine better in goal difference, yeah. so Aberdeen would then have to win at Ibrox, or certainly get a point at Ibrox, and hope Celtic can beat Hibs. But again, it's up in the air. It's Listen, it's never yeah. a done deal, mm. particularly when it's, it's, it's Hibs that are involved. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the league might be over as far as the champions are concerned, but for bottom of the league Oof. and finishing third... I mean, it's all to play for the next two games. We're definitely going to, we're going to come to that uh, in detail, the games at the other end of the table. Because the playoff, the pyramid and all the rest, Davey, it, it works. And I know since I last spoke to you, it's good news that the playoffs are happening. Yeah. Brickham will play against uh, Barry yeah. Ferguson's Kelty Hearts. Yeah, we've got a former Rangers captain in for the other former Rangers captain who would have been here tonight. So thanks, Derek. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That's great. I know he said, am I the sub? I said, yeah, but you're a super, super sub. <laughs> you know, it's Ferguson replaced by Johnson. It's not bad. But uh, the playoff, at least it's happening now. A bit of pressure. Are they beginning to listen now I th yeah I, th I think so I mean it, it's, it's uh, just it's terrific for Kelty in particular because Barry was explaining to us how much the club had had, had to commit in terms of testing and transport and you know get get the logistics of getting the team up there you know for, for starters and great to see them doing the job and no disrespect to Brecon City but Kelty Hearts deserve I think to go into League 2 they were stitched up last season by the SPFL yeah. and it, it, it shouldn't happen again they've got the, the chance this season to do it on the pitch and I hope they complete the job 0808 17 17 700 you can call us speak to Davey speak to Derek and Paul we're back in a moment The Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from 5 Wednesday evening Plenty of football on tonight. Paul Cooney, Davy Proven, Derek Johnson, and your calls coming in too. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Take care out there on the roads. It's uh, really bad around the M74. Actually, the M8 and the city is mobbed as well. Well, when I travelled, there wasn't any traffic. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. <laughs> what a night tonight. The Celtic team news is just coming in. Davy, mm. Celtic lining up. Uh, Barkas, well, I'll give you the 1 to 11. If you, if you tell us how they, I'll do the easy bit. Is that, okay? is that fair? I'm yeah. still trying to figure that. I'm scratching my head here, Paul, looking at this. You give us the 11 first. I'll give yeah. you the 11. Barkas is in, as you probably know today. He's, He's getting definitely a chance. In goals. Yeah, indeed. Th yeah. Thank you, Derek, for that great insight. <laughs> uh, Brown, the captain for the last time at Celtic Park. Turnbull, Kenny, Christie, Edward, Elianusi, Ayer, Forrest, Montgomery. Yeah, Adam Montgomery, an 18 year old defender. And Welsh. On the bench, they've got Hazard, Taylor, Griffiths, Ayeti, Soro, Johnson, Ralston, Dembele and Laxal. David, how are they going to line up? I, I'm not actually sure, Paul, because I can't see an obvious left back yeah. there unless Montgomery plays at left back. It, it could be a back four of uh, Kenny, Welsh, 
IR Montgomery. Scott Brown and David Turnbull might hold tonight. And then a three of Forrest, uh, Elianusi and Christie off uh, odds on Edward. That, that's the only way I can see it lining up. The usual 4-2-3-1, but David Turnbull playing a lot deeper. Just waiting for the St. Johnson uh, team news. Derek, what do you make of that in the John Kenny Kennedy period over the past few weeks? Get two games to go. Uh, there's going to be changes. They still reckon it's going to be Eddie Howe. Yeah. We don't know for sure, but uh, that, that's what people seem to think. What do you think about Celtic? I think Celtic by now should have had somebody in place. I mean, Davey and I were talking about it before we came on air. I think if, if you're going to be the manager of a club like Celtic, you've got to know what you're going to be coming into. I think you want to be there in a dressing room and see how players act, actually see them live coming to the games. It's already good watching videos of them afterwards. You can't do it. You have to be there and see what they're like as players. You've got to find out who actually wants to be there next season. Because three or four of the big stars are all, you know, the, the, the cream puff, you know, halfway through the season because they weren't allowed to go. Do they want to stay or do they want to go? So a manager coming in will have to know who wants to stay at the club. Mm. You know, and if they don't want to be there, sell them, get the big money because it's a rebuild job, yeah, and they're the, going to need all the money yeah. they can get. And do the club want to to keep them as well? I mean, well, they, they may go, decide. It goes both ways, you're right. But if a player doesn't uh, want to be there, and Davy knows that if a player as heart isn't in the club, yeah. get them out right away. That's one of the problems this season, Davy. It's always yeah. hard to pinpoint, but it, it's clear it's not what it was before the, the commitment. I don't like to use the word commitment, but something changed this season early on. Yeah, I mean, ideally the new manager is on the training ground right now eyeballing the players and, and assessing what he has. I, I'm still of the opinion um, that Eddie Howe is a done deal. Now, I'm scratching my head as to why he's not in Glasgow right now, but I, I think he's a done deal. And I'm pretty sure there'll be work going on behind the scenes. If there's not, if Celtic don't have a manager, then it's an absolute disgrace that they don't have one by now, given that Neil Lennon was sacked, what? nearly 80 days ago or whatever yep. it was mm -hmm. it, is. Um, yep. it would be unforgivable if Celtic haven't at least identified someone I'm still assuming it's Eddie Howe yep. it, it, yep. it's a surprise Paul because uh, you know he's down there and there's three there might be three or four top jobs going in England we all know the Crystal Palace yep. you know that one might mm -hmm. come up it suits him in that part of the country yep. we don't know Steve Bruce is going to keep his job he's done well actually to keep them in mm -hmm. but that's not good enough for Newcastle Yep. You know, Spurs are still looking for somebody as well. So I don't know if he's holding off for that. Maybe I'm totally wrong. No, you might be right. And it could be the knock-on effect. You know, if somebody goes to Tottenham from somewhere else, there yeah. could be a club that wants uh, Eddie Howe. It might It might yeah. be a manager who's under contract at the moment, Paul, who mm -hmm. doesn't finish until June the 30th. Yeah. It could be somebody who's under contract, not necessarily here in Britain, maybe abroad, and has to, to see out their contract. Yep. You know the club well, David. You were there for many years, uh, many victories with Celtic, many trophies. Do you believe that Dermot Desmond would actually allow this to drift? I think what you're saying no, is I, no. I, I, no. I don't. No. I, I really don't. And I, I think, I think if it turns out that that he's still in pursuit of Eddie Howe and then loses him, I think would be humiliation for Dermot Desmond. And I think he's he's too clever to expose himself to that possibility. Because they did so much right and well, Derek, for so long until Absolutely. this season that it would be unlikely that it would all... It collapsed football-wise. and yeah. You know, in the, the Champions League going out so early, Ferencvaros, and then Rangers are 23 points clear. I don't need to remind you of that, but it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And you don't but, need to remind them, Dermot either about no. that because he knows, he knows what the Celtic fans are like. He, he, he's had all the stick from the Celtic fans and everything else. Get your hands in your pockets and, you know, get buying players. That may well happen. I think it has to happen. But if players, as I said earlier, if players don't want to be there 
then let them go. If they're going to get the 10, the 15 millions, you know, for some players, then you've got to take that and bring players in. But I think he, I think he realises, and I don't know, I mean, there's there's talk about people buying the shares off of Dermot. Uh, yeah. you know, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether he's got that money, I, he, no. he probably has to be fair. But, you know, things like that. And I, Dermot doesn't want to lose Celtic because he, he knows what he's done over the past, you know, 20 years for that club. But it's like everything else, you know, when the fans are not happy with you, you need to do something and do something very quickly. I, I think that would be the major problem for Celtic if Dermot Desmond was of a mind to to get out of the club, to try and find someone to to take his share of the club. If he was losing interest, you very rarely see him at games now. Um, and that would be a huge concern to to Celtic supporters because he obviously is is the is the man who who has the deep pockets and it's going to take very deep pockets is, to catch him. Is it Rangers. not his son that's on the board now or something, David? Did I, did I read that? Yeah, that I think he's going I to think, be joining the board. I think both his yeah, his son uh, basically acts in a, almost in a proxy for, for Dermot Desmond at, at Celtic now. I know his daughter is is a regular at the, the club, yeah. but Dermot Desmond himself, I, I think, is, is seen at the club much much less now. So anyone just tuning in, Rangers going for the Invincibles um, and somebody going for a double tonight. If we told you that it's Celtic against St. Johnson, you would think, all oh, right, Celtic are not a treble this year. It's a double. No, it's St. Johnson. They've won the League Cup. Fantastic. And uh, they're into the final of the Scottish Cup. And Davey, I really mean that what I said earlier. Well done. You were the first one to say a few weeks ago, Hamden, let's get it open for the fans. So I believe it's only going to be about 2,000. But at least it's more than it would have been, Davey. It wasn't going to happen. I'll tell you what, Paul. You know, but for the increase in in COVID-19 in Turkey, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because UEFA then panicked and thought, we'll have to move the Champions League final from Istanbul. Boris Johnson threw Wembley into the frame. And all of a sudden it became an issue. And the SFA finally woke up to the fact that they could apply a bit of pressure here and get fans into hand. And I've got to say, I think if it's 2,000, it's a nonsense. Surely we can get more than 2,000. 50,000 Surely yeah, we can get absolutely. more than 2,000. And I'll make the point, I made in my column on Sunday. If, you know, if, if I can sit in a crowded aircraft, sitting, absolutely. rubbing shoulders with people on either side of me who are taking masks off to, to drink water and eat snacks... Why can't we sit in an open-air football stadium, masked up, socially distanced, perfectly safe? I, mean, I don't get it. it was with a, the, and with the aircon you've got in the planes, it's, it's not going out anywhere. No, of course. I don't, I don't get just it. things like that, I, of it course. makes you wonder, doesn't it? It was a great column on the sun on Sunday. And uh, right, let's go back on the lines. Darren is on, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Darren. Hi, guys. You all right? Good. How are Hi, you? Dan. How are you, Dan? Good, good, good. Thanks. So, what's in your mind tonight? So I've wanted to bring this up with, with Davey for a while now. Uh, maybe uh, last month about uh, Eddie Howe not being uh, worth the hassle. How, who, who would you say was worth the hassle, Davey? If somebody like Eddie Howe, isn't he? Well, you know, listen, I... about the fantasy talk of Rafa and things like that, but... Who would you say? Well, it would have to be a top name like Rafa Benitez or a Brendan Rodgers who, who would be worth waiting for. What, what I'm saying to you is that Eddie Howe has done well at Bournemouth, but I don't think his record is worthy of keeping Celtic waiting this length of time. Darren? But you've got to be realistic. We're not going to get a Rafa Benitez. Okay? I've, Rafa I've Benitez I've, I've got is you. just a job in China paying, you know, probably four times as much as what Brendan Rodgers was getting. You know, and R- Brendan Rodgers, had he know had he, uh, you know, the ending he did at Liverpool, he would never have come to Celtic, regardless of what he thought is, you know, sure. he says he was being a Celtic fan or no. If he never had the ending at Liverpool that he did, 
he would never have come to Celtic. Well, I, I think I think Brendan Rodgers has something in common with Martin O'Neill in that they both did have an emotional connection to oh. to Celtic. Um, I, you know, I remember many years ago when when um, Celtic were looking for a manager and Martin O'Neill's name came up and I phoned Martin O'Neill at Leicester City Football Club uh, and he said to me, he said, I've heard nothing, he said, but if you can let Celtic know, I would walk to Glasgow for that job. And, and I went to see Alan McDonald, who was chief executive at Celtic at the time, and I told him, I said, if you're looking for a manager, Martin O'Neill would not be difficult to, de- to deal with. A week later, Celtic appointed John Barnes. But Martin O'Neill had that emotional attachment. Brendan Rodgers does as well. And I, I think that's part of the reason why they were in Glasgow. It's much more difficult now, I think, for Celtic to, to find a real top manager. I mean, we had a situation this season, or it was it last season, where Derek McInnes, a, a lifelong Rangers fan, turned down Rangers. Yeah. Owen Coyle yeah. previously turned down Celtic. They, they are not the sought-after jobs they were many years yeah. ago when yeah. Dick Advocat was coming here and Martin O'Neill and Brendan Rodgers. And guys there was, there was talking quality. Davey Moyes as well. West Ham when his contract yeah. was up and somebody suggested to him would you take the Celtic job and he went no mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, not I'm now happy, not now I think he would have then then but some yeah. things have changed sure. as Davey said there's such a gulf as well Darren you, you, listen you're making a good point though because we've all come round again you know the whole media and everyone thinks that Eddie Howe is coming on Monday or something nobody seems to know so that's yeah. to their credit uh, that at least Darren you know, would you have Eddie Howe would you, would you be quite happy waiting for Eddie Howe if it is Eddie Howe so that, I mean the, so what we understand is he He's, he's made a, a commitment to his family that he's not going to take a job for a, for a year, have a, a solid year of you know, being your family. He's got some young, young kids, so that, that's fair enough. Um, like you say, the, the, the job of the Rangers and Celtic manager isn't alluring. You know, we're lucky that you know, managers like Martin O'Neill and uh, Brendan Rodgers had that you know, supposed uh, emotional connection. But we've no, there's no fish in that barrel anymore. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. apart from Roy Keane, who you know that I would, I would absolutely hate to see as Celtic manager. Well, why is that done? That, that well, why, Irish, would, why would you hate to see Roy Keane? Because he's been uh, tough, well, he's been in any management for a decade now. Okay, he's been assistant, you know, with Ireland and Aston Villa and things like that. But again, he's done even less than Eddie Howe. You know, and, you know, you listen to players who have worked under him. And his, his methods seem a bit outdated. That's what people say, but he has yeah. been until fairly recently with Ireland, with Martin O'Neill. Derek, what do you think if it had been Roy Keane who was announced? What, what would you have thought of that? I would have thought that would have been a good one for Celtic. Mm. And I know he, other clubs that he's been to, it hasn't worked out for him. But as Davey said, there's an emotional tie there. I mean, I mean, you look at the other side of the city, the people have taken the Rangers job. Alex McLeish, who, who was a, a Rangers fan. Yeah. Graeme Souness, Walter Smith. You know, yep. People who are good managers, not just because you're a fan is going to make you a great manager, but you knew what it was like. Huge you know, success, all three. To, to watch yep. the, 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 you know, your heroes playing mm-hmm. and to be the manager, you knew you knew you needed something that way, be a wee bit extra. And would you have enjoyed Keane against Gerrard next season? Oh, That's wonderful. Box office, isn't it? Wouldn't oh, box office. Exactly. Off the park Sky. would be great. Never mind on the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Darren, well, I, I, know, I know what you're saying there. Yep, come back in, Darren. So you're saying, for every McLeish and, you know, Martin O'Neill and things like that, You've got a Neil Lennon in his second term. You've got a Tony Mowbray. You know, you've got... Um, well, you've got Stuart McCall at Rangers, okay, only on an interim basis. Yeah, that was you interim. Know, uh, wait a minute, see for Neil Lennon, how many trophies was that over? I know it's still raw for Celtic mm-hmm. fans, oh, but yeah. See that, like, this 18 months, 
the downfall of Celtic started, and I've said it umpteen times on here, the downfall of Celtic in the last two years started with Neil Lennon's permanent appointment. Mm-hmm. After the cup yeah, final. Standards yeah. to drop by somebody like Brendan Rodgers, who's a consummate professional, held high standards, and you went to somebody like Neil Lennon in the shower at Hamden and offered them a job because they won a cup and they won a league that, you know, was pretty much sewn up when Rodgers left. This emotional time, you know, he's a good Celtic man, he's a good mm-hmm. Rangers man. That needs to be getting in the bin. That's that's ancient part. Well, who, who, you, who are you coming up with, Arn? Give us a few names. You know, if, if you're Dermot Desmond tonight and Eddie Howe is not the man, who are you looking for? You've got to, you've got to look at the young managers who are, are happy to adapt to, to the system. And to be fair, it's not just about the manager. It needs to be the whole setup and, and Celtic changing. Okay, you need to, it looks like Rangers are, are a couple of years ahead of us in that thing. They've got um, the boy Ross Wilson in there who's settled now, mm-hmm. doing a great job, got their football operations. You need that system in there, and you need somebody who's going to be a coach. This manager doing everything, you know, from top to bottom in the club, that's that's all. That can't kind of happen now in top. I think we agree with that. It's the names well, we're that, looking that's for. That's what I said yeah. about yeah. Roy Keane, yeah. Paul. I would have had Roy Keane with a proper training ground coach. You know, a, a real technical coach and by all accounts and I, I'm, I'm only saying this because it's been suggested this is how it works at Rangers that Michael Beale does an awful lot of the coaching yeah. Aye. So, well yeah. you've got Gary McAllister there as well but Michael yeah. Beale is the main man he's the man that takes them out sets everything up and gets the players into their, their little mm-hmm. things that they do Yeah. Darren have you got any thoughts about the match tonight or is the season gone for you Scott Brown oh. his last uh, performance as captain at Celtic Park I mean, there's a, there's a well-used uh, quote for still game, birthday cared P. Um, this long goodbye stuff, you know, with Scott Brown. Yep, he's done 10 years grand. See this tweet after tweet after tweet and things like that. That can be done at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Granted, the season's wrapped up, but the fans have been absolutely humiliated this season. And see this, you know, just just get it done with. Yep, Guillermo, he's, he's due the night, the last game at Celtic Park. But once the season's done... Then you can start your, you know, your, your, your congratulations, your thanks, things like that, your backslap. But while the season's still gone, for me, it's it's nonsense. As for the night, it's good to see the young boy Montgomery in. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen uh, some air changes. Good to see Barkas back. Mm-hmm. To get Mikey Johnson some minutes in the legs and young Dembele. But uh, uh, there's there's not much else to be said, really. There's not much change, Darren. We certainly mm-hmm. respect your passion. I think it made a lot club. of sense it does, there, doesn't it? A lot yeah. of sense. I agreed with so much of what he just said. Yeah. There. Okay, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Taking more of your calls. What a night. We've got Livingston up against Rangers at six and Dundee United against Motherwell. We'll give you some team news there as well. We've given you the Rangers lineup and Livy. Celtic against St. Johnson and then at quarter to eight tonight, Aberdeen against Hebs, Kilmarnock against St. Mirren and Ross County against Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show Talking football first Listen live weeknights from 5 Go Radio Football Show The Wednesday edition Rob will be back here tomorrow night Great stuff last night With Stephen Cregan and John Hartson Tonight we've got Davey Proven And Derek Johnson Taking loads of your calls 0808 17 17 700 And we're on the socials At Go Football Show Glasgow's newest radio station Over 600,000 downloads It's absolutely brilliant It's going up and up I think we can see it going up Derek tonight With you being on Well my my family are listening So there'll be an extra seven (laughs) (laughs) The brothers Family all well It's uh, Derek Johnson Johnson, Dundee's finest, the former Rangers, Scotland, Chelsea. 
Yeah, who else have we got? And Partick Thistle, of course. I forgot that week. <laughs> Your manager, Bertie, Bertie Old, wasn't it? Yes, assistant manager at first before Correct. you for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> good to see the Jags coming up, isn't well, it? Well, is. you know, good for Glasgow because Queen's Park as yeah, well won it. That was that was fantastic as well. So well, well done to Judge because they were hard done by. You're on about that yeah, last season. Absolutely, they were hard done You're by. Still got on about so it. Well done about. Well done for them. Well yeah, done. It's good to see them and uh, Queen's Park. Uh, Ray McKinnon has gone did a good job to get them up but there's been discussion about it apparently and they're yeah. saying um, it's going to be Alan Stubbs so yeah. I was reading so but I don't think that's confirmed yet that'd be a strange at, at, at Queen's one Park. Queen's Park well of course it's strange when Ray McKinnon has, has uh, left yeah. you know the, the, the old mutual consent line but it's, yeah. it's listen either way he did a good job didn't he? Mm. he he was there to get them promotion he's done that Leanne uh, might feel something. now that they've, they've got to look to, you know to, to try and upgrade Huge plans for the club. Leanne Dempster joins us uh, earlier yeah. in the season Huge and was speaking energy, yeah. about it. And there's real ambition there, as you know. They're um, full time, and that's them going up. Great. So it's good to Fantastic. see the Glasgow teams doing well. We're absolutely, yep. and they're going to uh, a new stadium as well. That's they? right. Yeah, there's going to be a new stadium being built. But tonight, Rangers are at a fairly new stadium. I suppose it is now 20 yes. years old. Terrible pitch. They're, they're at Livy. Stadium, it yeah. is. We yeah. don't. We don't like the pa- spaghetti hut. <laughs> indeed, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Macaroni. Indeed, uh, Derek Team News for those just uh, tuning in. Tonight. Not too many changes for Rangers. No, there's not. It's quite a strong side. McLaughlin will be in goals. They'll have a back four of Tavenier, Goldson, Simpson, and Aribo will go back, I think, and play in that left back position. He did that before as an emergency. So remember, Patterson and uh, Barisic both not available. I think in midfield, you'll have Kamara, Davis, and Hadji. And up front, the three will be Roof, Kent, and Morellis. Davy, I think I think I've worked out the Celtic shape. Have you? All <laughs> oh, right, I thought it's, it's, it's a wild guess, but I think it's a back three. Of Welshire and Montgomery, <clears throat> Scott Brown just in front of that three, mm-hmm. and then a four of John Joe Kenny, mm-hmm. Ryan Christie, David Turnbull, and El Yanusi. And I think James Forrest will play off Edward through the middle. Yet again, no Lee Griffiths. In fact, somebody mentioned him on Monday night. We said who? So, I mean, I think that uh, ship has sailed, hasn't it? But we need, like him. It. Well, we, need, we need him for the Euros. Yeah, I mean, yeah? He's, he's certainly on the bench and he needs games. You know, yeah. he, he might go on in the second half or after an hour or something, but you're right. But, uh, but he's not the same Lee Griffiths. That's the problem, Paul. He's, he's had these problems, we know, in the last season. He hasn't played all that many games for Celtic, but he's still a natural goal scorer. That's, that's the big thing on his behalf. Certainly is. Big week for Rangers. They will lift the trophy after the match with Aberdeen on Saturday. Uh, and here's the captain speaking about it. Each day as it goes on, you know, it's the excitement's getting more and more. So my full focus is on tomorrow, tomorrow's game. And then to focus on, obviously, Aberdeen playing them first and... All the, the joys, the excitements, the emotions will just be coming out after the game. So, yeah, can't wait. James Tavernier, what can you say about the, the captain? I think I think when you look at that Rangers side, even the Rangers squad, there's not many of them won a league championship, Paul. Mm. Yes, mm. Davis has been there and, and Alan McGregor, but not one of them, I don't think, has won a league wherever they've played. So this is a new thing for them. And that's why they're milking it, because mm. they've never won it before. Especially up here in Glasgow, where you see the, the fanatic Rangers fans who've gone way over the top but they're just delighted after 10 years with nothing all of a sudden they've won the league so I think they they are they will be milking it that's for sure and you wait and see them after they lift that trophy at Aberdeen at the weekend they'll be absolutely delighted well, we get loads of young callers as well and they don't remember Rangers winning the league they yeah. don't remember we had a young yeah. chap on I put him on the other week and, with Barry and he said well but you know I, he was only I think he was about 18 so he probably doesn't it's, really remember it's funny it. you said that Paul because when Rangers were doing their, their, their nine in a row my son was just born mm-hmm. 
And he, he, he thought that Rangers won the league every year. It'd, it'd be yeah, the same for yeah, Celtic yeah. as well, for the youngsters. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you don't win anything for a while. Yep. But that's what happens, I'm afraid. That happens when you retire. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not amazing <laughs> where yeah. three times it's happened, getting to nine, but they just cannot get that yeah. double figures. Incredible. What do you think? Maybe you touched on something there, though, the fact that virtually none of the Rangers players, apart from Stephen Davis and uh, Alan McGregor, McGregor, have never won a no. title. No. The hunger with Rangers, the commitment all season. Paul. That's yeah. why they did win it. That's why yeah. they did win it because Hungry. they hadn't won it before. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first season at Celtic wasn't the best Celtic side I had I'd played in, but it was the best dressing room. None of us had won a title, none of the youngsters. And that's what got us over the line. Yeah. And Derek will remember it. We yeah. beat Rangers with 10 men on the last day of the season. No, that seems to have gone <laughs> by me, I think. <laughs> was that the late Johnny Doll had gone off? It was. was, that, was who, that would, who would have been 70 today? Would you oh, really? John, yeah. yeah. Oh, the late, great Johnny yeah. Doyle. Yeah. Air United, Celtic. What, what a player. Great pal of mine. Yeah, indeed. Both played oh, in Ayrshire as well. Johnny Doyle would have been, and David, you had a big birthday as well at the weekend. So congratulations from all Thank of us. Thank you very much. We'll sing seventy-five That is not far less than a very that. young yeah. sixty-five. Uh, he certainly is. is. <laughs> Barry looks great still. He could still is. be playing. Yeah, he could. Well, he could, could still be playing. Okay, Derek. No, no more coffee for Derek <laughs> <laughs> tonight. Dundee United against Motherwell. We give you the teams. So Dundee United, who were so disappointing at the weekend, that surprised you, Davy? How poor Dundee United were just you know in the semi, in the semi final. Yeah, it, absolutely. Um, although we've got to say, I mean, there has to be a case for VAR. Paul, when you look at the yeah, second so, goal, yeah, um, sure. Christian Doidge, he's a yard offside, and Mickey Mellon was right. Um, yeah. It's a game changer. Yeah. I mean, one 0 you're well in the game. Two 0 it's you know, it's an uphill struggle. But, but Dundee United have been like that up and down. You look at the performance against Aberdeen. The oh, cut. Oh, they were yeah. absolutely brilliant Aberdeen looked absolutely terrible but Dundee United were fine and yet the following week it just doesn't happen for them Dundee United are Doohan Smith and Sporrell Connolly the captain Pollitt and Chalmers Shankland Aperi Mikkelsen Smith and Fuchs and for Motherwell Kelly O'Donnell the skipper Malwar Lamy McGinley Foley Campbell Lawless Hasty, Long and Cole Derek who do you fancy your old team or do you fancy Motherwell under Graham Alexander they've had a, they've had a week off well you just take some medicine for that Paul if you get a week off <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Dundee United are so much up and down Paul you don't well, yeah. if, if the real Dundee United turn up then I think there's only one winner is them but Motherwell are a fighting side as well I fancy this and it's one of them a 2-2 draw I could see that happening Desmond yeah, absolutely. That's right. <laughs> what do you think, Davy? Hard, hard to call this one. Yes. I think Derek's right. It depends what Dundee United side uh, turns up. Um, interesting to see young Campbell in midfield for Motherwell, who's going to be leaving at the end of the season. And it's just a pity they're not going to get any what money a for blow, him. What a blow you know, because that is for them. I think that yeah. boy's going to be a top player. Yeah. And he's he been will. allowed to run his contract now. Surprise, isn't it, these days? Of course, at Celtic, there was talk of uh, Christie having, there's, uh, you know, he, he could go at the end of the year. So it's only yeah. six, seven months. Well, he can, he can talk to people after June the 30th, can he? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And it looks as if Ryan Christie is going to go. Otherwise, I'm, I'm sure he'd have signed by now. Yeah. And you, you look at yeah. Gallagher at Motherwell as well, the centre mm-hmm. half, signed for Aberdeen. Yep. He's on the bench tonight. Indeed. Yeah, that was strange. They, they, they missed him. They've done well under uh, Graham Alexander. Do you think he's yeah. he's done a good job? But he's been up and down as well. You know, he's mm. had a couple of great results. You got a good draw against Rangers there, you have to say. And then yep. he's had a couple of poor results as well. But listen, he'll get into it. I think when, when he gets to bring his own players in in the summer, maybe get rid of three or four, then his team will play next season rather than the one he's been left with. 
Your old club, Derek Rangers, will be kicking off then uh, shortly. So what's your prediction for Livingston against Rangers? You know, for Levy, they were one of the great stories of the season. It's petered out. They lost the League Cup final and then they'd gone in that run, what, 11, 12 games. They were sensational, uh, yeah. yeah. So what do you think tonight? Even the last time when, when Rangers yeah. played there, it took until, yeah. what, the 85th minute before Rangers got the winner mm. the last time. But uh, I think he's rested a few tonight, to be fair. There's, there's two or three players that they've got on the bench uh, Davy Martindale. So I fancy Rangers to win it tonight. Uh, maybe two or three nothing. Two or three nothing yeah. for you, Derek. Going for Rangers, Davy. What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think Rangers will win it. I, I think it's a, I think it's a tricky one for Rangers because mm. I think the switch goes off when you when you won yeah. when you win the league. The switch goes off in your head. He's freshened the side up a bit, so that might make a difference. But it's a horrible pitch to play on, mm. and, and Levy, Levy, are, Levy will make it hard for Rangers. I mean, I, I see Rangers winning, but by the odd goal. And Rangers and Celtic had found it tough early in the season against Livy. But with Steven Gerrard, you've only got you know two games to go. There's no cup. So And Saturday, it's not going to be a cup final, but it will be a special day for them to get the trophy. So you think Rangers will win. The, the motivation, you can tell they want to do it for Steven Gerrard yeah. as well. Well, you know, it, it, it's such a remarkable record to go through a league season unbeaten. And, and you know that for me is why Stephen Gerrard's manager of the year and you would expect him to get the job done tonight yeah. but it won't be easy through that did you ever manage to go undefeated no. all season no, no. so it's, tough it's, Derek it's some achievement no, it is Derek did no, you no I don't think you did what either. did you win with Rangers doubles did you win a treble three you did only three aren't you yeah. a treble, yeah, treble. five <laughs> yeah Five League Cup and five Scottish Cup and a European Cup Winners' Cup. Fantastic. Apart from yeah. that, I get nothing. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> the Cup Winners' Cup. Well, a man who would love to do well. And they've done well twice getting to the last 16 under Stephen Gerrard and his captain, Tavernier, speaking about tonight's match with Livy. Um, I think it would just be, lost be tough on the night, obviously on an AstroTurf pitch. We know what required. Um, we prepared really well uh, during the week. You know, we'll just go there with our game plan and hopefully execute and get the three points. Like I said, if we, we go over there, do what we need to do, then, you know, we should come away with the three points. Yep, Derek? I don't like it yeah. when players, you know, the very first line is, you know, we don't like the pitch. I mean, that's always an excuse for players, you know, in the end. It's the same for both teams. If you've you've got all the ability in your side, then it doesn't matter what you play on. You should still be able to go out there and perform. And I, and I think they will do that, Tony. I think they know that they all want to be in that team for Saturday for the last game when they lift that cup so they have a chance tonight that's that's the motivation for them tonight you know to go undefeated but to go there and get their place for Saturday the news is next we're back with Derek and Davey in a moment the Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from five I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy Gary what a job you did out there today oh it was it was unbelievable you saw the customers faces when that boiler went in it was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. So the game's getting underway now at uh, Livingston against Rangers and Dundee United against Motherwell, Davy Proven, Derry Johnson, Paul Cooney with you till seven. And at 6.30, Celtic against St. Johnson. And then quarter to eight, Aberdeen against Hibs. Who is going to be third? Obviously, Hibs are in the driving seat, but often, Davey, they've fallen at hurdles that they didn't they at the weekend. But Yeah, well, League Cup semi-final is a perfect example. When Hibs are favourites, very often they, they fall at the final hurdle. So, a bit of work to do. 
Um, and if Aberdeen win that tonight, the, the pressure's really on Hibs going into the last game. It sure is. Uh, other games tonight, Killy against St Mirren and Ross County against Hamilton. What a four What a six-pointer that is yeah. the Ross County. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's a must-win for Kilmarnock as well. For sure. And St Mirren yeah. have done well away from home. You know, the past few games have done really well. But uh, I think depends what, what Hibs team turn out tonight. Yep. You know, he may well rest a few of them because of the games coming up. We do because Aberdeen will play their strongest mm. side because obviously they want to win. You know, they want to be third in that league, so that's a marvelous game up there as well. Livingston have given Rangers a guard of honour. So the champions, when they came out just a few moments ago, were given a guard of honour by Livingston. Uh, guys, do you guard of honour the right thing? Does no. it not bother you? I know no. some ex-players say they don't care. I, I don't think players could care less whether they get a guard of honour or not. Yeah. You know, the satisfaction is within your own dressing room, I don't think. Sure. And particularly, there's no crowd in the ground. I mean, what, 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 what is that about? Good I, manners. I, I never, I never <laughs> ever had that. I mean, I had the three champions. Davey probably yeah. had more than that, but never ever been clapped on. The, the only time it happened, we played Aberdeen in a semi-final of the Cup and we played up at Aberdeen and beat them, I think it was 5 or 6-1. Mm-hmm. In the first leg, it was a two-legged thing. And when they came down to Ibrooks the following Wednesday, they actually stood either side of the tunnel and clapped us on the pitch because it was such a fantastic performance is that right yeah yeah. and the cuffed won nothing yeah. <laughs> you didn't get too but many that's, apl- that's applause did you you didn't get the, uh, the warmest well, welcome certainly, certainly in Aberdeen n- not in Aberdeen no no <laughs> um, some big games tonight in the women's because uh, Leanne Dempster is often with us and Leanne Crichton in fact Leanne Dempster was with us Leanne Crichton of Glasgow City would be with us uh, but she's playing tonight against uh, Celtic and it's a huge game for them because they're five points clear so it's Celtic against uh, Glasgow City City, huge game. Rangers are playing against Hearts, Forfar against Munnable, Hibs against Spartans. Derek, you watched Rangers the other day? Yep. I watched the, the Rangers ladies against Glasgow City and I was well impressed, scored in the first minute. Mm-hmm. Glasgow City, I mean, miss hit the first shot, but it came back to her and she stuck it right in the back of the net. But uh, you know, it was a, they're a good side, but, but Rangers have been playing well, they were, they were top of that league for a wee while, but well, that's an important one. I mean, if Celtic want to do anything, the ladies, they'll need to beat them tonight because if, if they go eight points clear of everybody else, then you know, it's they're running away with the league again, Glasgow. It's City. much more for the 844th time, but it's changed as you know this season because Rangers full time with the women's yeah. as are Celtic, yeah. so it's the big three now in Glasgow in the women's game. Correct. So, yeah, so um, last night we were talking about the Colts or the B teams. What do you feel about that, Davey, Rangers and Celtic, for next season having uh, the B teams? I think it's good for the Lowland League. Yep. Um, I do think they should be asking for more money, though. You know, three three grand each, the 17 teams are going to get. It's hardly worth their while. And although I see what's in it for the Lowland League, because I think it will bring sponsorship, it might bring some TV into the league, I'm not sure what the, the old firm Colts themselves, the youngsters, actually get out of playing against low league, a Lowland League quality of player and I'm not being disrespectful here but I think you improve as a player by playing against better players mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not convinced the quality and Barry, might, Barry Ferguson might disagree with mm-hmm. me here I'm not convinced the quality of, of player in the Lowland League is what the old firm coach should be up against if they want to improve but I think for a lot of the teams as well David there's a lot of older players that play in these leagues you know 26, 27 year olds and if you're a kid at 16, 17 playing against an experienced player you know, you're always going to get something out of that. We were fortunate, Davey and I, when we were younger and, and, playing, and playing in reserve. Yeah. The reserve league, you know, the, the ones that didn't play in the first team always played in the reserves. I mean, if we were playing Celtic, the first team at Celtic Park, the reserves would be playing at Ibrooks, And you were playing against a very, very strong side. 
you know, the kids, and, and that's the way it was. So you grew up a lot quicker rather than playing against under 18 yeah. sides that were the same yeah. as you. You're not going to really learn an awful lot. It's from a that. great point. I think that's what Barry would say as well. There's been investment in quite a few of the clubs, Davey. And they yeah. want to progress, they want to go no, up I've in got the pyramid. That, I know. I've got that. And that other point about, well, who are you going to play against if you're a young player of your talents at Celtic or Rangers? Who are you going to get the experience again? It's really difficult, isn't it? There's not enough teams to play against. Well, you know, what had they been doing when the old reserve league was abandoned? They were arranging basically glorified friendlies, friendlies weren't they yeah. but a lot of them were going down to England again with the, the sole purpose of trying to to get a better quality of opposition yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I get what's in it for the Lowland League and, and hopefully the addition of the coach will bring a bit of uh, showbiz to it, a bit of box office I, mean, I, I, I was fortunate at school because you know, I was I was the same height when I was 14, 15 yeah. as, I, as I am foot. now yep. 6 foot so I was a big lad there and then what we did, what the, the teacher did to me was rather than playing in the under 13s, he would play me in the under 15s. Oh, right. people were two years so that, so that would you bring got you the on experience. a bit. Rather yeah. than it was easy sure. me playing against people my own age, but two years older than you, a wee bit more experienced, then you learned an awful lot from that as well. Livy and Rangers are nil nil. Same with uh, Dundee United against Motherwell. Let's go on the lines on Go Radio. We're with OPC Energy Limited. Ryan's on the line, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Ryan. Hi guys, how you doing? Good, how are Hi you? Ryan. Hi Ryan. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, thanks. Um, I'm glad that the season's nearly over, I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. Two more games to go, obviously starting tonight, but yep. yeah, I'm just glad that the season's finally coming to its conclusion. Sure. So what are you thinking tonight? Um, it's, I mean, a couple of changes, which I'm quite happy to see. I'm happy to see Barkas back in the team. I felt like he was... Um, unfairly dropped in January um, I know there was question marks over some of his performances but in order for a player to get more experience you'd want him to be playing more games and get more acclimatised to the league I think by by dropping him we, we caused a problem in itself and even if we were to offload, offload him in the summer his, his value would have been depreciated due to the lack of game time that he's had over the second half of the season Let's that put, was the point I was yeah, going to make that's a good point I want to put that to Davy Proven Derek Johnson, is that the case? Do you think he was unfairly treated? He was judged too soon? No, I don't, to be honest with you. Um, I just think he was short of the, the required standard. You know, I think when you pay £5 million for a goalkeeper, you're not buying someone with potential. You're hoping you're buying someone who can come straight into your team and improve it. Uh, and I'm sorry, he, he didn't, for whatever reason. And this, I think this has been a difficult season, particularly for the foreign boys who've come in here COVID has struck, they've been stuck in the house, um, it's been a nightmare for them and that may be part of the problem that he hasn't shown the forum that he's capable of. Um, but, you know, and I, and I hate going back to the Craig Gordon thing, but, it, yeah. you know, Celtic needlessly spent £5 million in a keeper they didn't have to. Totally. I think that's been one of the problems that Celtic have had this season, Davey, as the goalkeeper. There's nobody yeah, been consistent time. enough to play in there. And you, you're right, when you're paying £5 million for 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 likes of Barkas, you're expecting them to come in. But listen... We keep saying that about players that maybe play somewhere else, but once you come to Glasgow and you and you get used to Rangers and Celtic and the fans and everything else, the pressure on people, if you can't handle pressure, then don't come to Glasgow. Because, you know, you can lose two games and it's a crisis in Glasgow. We're all aware of that. And players that from abroad that come up don't really realise that. Mm -hmm. You know, and the pressure it is on teams. And if you can handle it, great, you're going to be a star. But if you if you don't, then you're not going to be in the side. It's as simple as that. Just some early news from Tanadice. There's an early injury. Uh, Motherwell's Robbie Crawford has been replaced by Alan Campbell. So And Dundee United almost scored a moment ago. The ball has been cleared off the line. 
Uh, Ryan, it sounds as though you feel though, uh, um, and it's a fair point, that maybe he could have been given more time, but Celtic didn't realise how badly the season was going to go and immediately people were on his back, although nobody was at the ground. So um, it, what a time to join a club and to come from another country. It must be really difficult to settle, Ryan. Yeah, I think he, I think he's found it really hard to acclimatise. I would probably say the same for a Yeti. I don't know their um, housing situation. I would guess that they're still both staying in hotels, which is not good for um, foreign mm-hmm. players coming into a different country and then all of a sudden they have to sit in a hotel when they're not training because their whole life would be training and then go back to a hotel. So it'd be it'd be difficult for them. But I mean, obviously with the news that Eddie Howe, it looks as if it's happening finally. Um, there was more news today. But Eddie Howe actually was linked with Barkas a couple of seasons ago for Bournemouth. So I don't know. If there could be maybe a rekindling there between the two. Wait, don't you pin that on Eddie Howe before he arrives. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it's going to be tough enough for him. Um, who would you want to go for next season of the top players? So, Edwards, have you kind of written him off? I mean, he's a fantastic player. But what, for you, do you want to see him go now and take the money if there's 15, 18 million? Yeah, if there's 15, 18 million on the table, I think that's quite... Um, I think I'd be very much the top end of what we could get. I was thinking more in the region of 12, 12. to 15. Um, I think both parties know that that sort of relationship is over and we both need to mutually move on. If he was to go to a Leicester, I think he would thrive down there, although they've got two really good strikers just now. Um, I think maybe Christie's had a bad season, but you see what he can do for Scotland and I think under the right manager he could be really effective again I think under the right guidance of a manager you obviously saw the way Eddie Howe sort of progressed um, David Brooks at Bournemouth towards his last couple of seasons mm-hmm. at the club um, he could maybe do the same with Christie I don't know if he'd maybe need to get pushed out wide again because obviously Turnbull's sort of made that spot his own Do you not get the impression the love affair's over though with Celtic he, he did yeah. really well for them but Derek it, yeah. It, yeah. I, I think I think Paul it was a few months ago when they were told about uh, they wanted him to sign a new contract and, and right away he said no I'll wait until the end of the season mm-hmm. well if players mm-hmm. say that and they don't want to be there that's why I said at the top of the programme you've got to find out the players that want to be there and fight you know, and give 100% for the club. If you don't want to do that, then go somewhere else. I mean, Edward went went, went to, to, to France for a wee while and, and yep. didn't, didn't do himself any mm. any favours over there. You know, the manager there was giving him a wee bit of stick. It just wasn't working for him. So you're right, if he doesn't want to be at Celtic, then you're right, if you're going to get 10 million for him, I think you grab it with both hands. 10, you. would you? Well, yeah. I, I don't know sure. what, what the price yeah. is. You're worth D- what somebody wants to pay for you. Indeed. It's as simple as that. Like your house. Davey, what do you I, I, think? I think there'll be a lot of clubs looking at Edward and prepared mm-hmm. to pay good money for Edward because his record, not just with Celtic, but with the, the France under-21 squad, uh, is fabulous. And the goals that he scored for the French under-21 squad will not have gone unnoticed throughout Europe. And I do think Brendan Rodgers himself would be interested in hooking up again with, with Edward. Jamie Vardy's not going to go on forever. Yeah. Um, I think Edward is good enough to play at the top in England. Big result for Brendan Rodgers uh, last night Huge. against Manchester United. Ryan, mm-hmm. can we mention him to you? Can his name be mentioned? Uh, absolutely. He, he brought uh, two and a half years of the best, well, the best two and a half years of my football in, um, in terms of watching Celtic. Um, the way it ended was unceremonious. Obviously, he could have picked a better time, but 
I mean, the job he's doing down at Leicester is incredible. The, the players that he's got, he's got some of the players that were linked with Celtic, which is a bit annoying, but obviously the finances weren't there to accommodate moves for yeah. Castagna and James Justin and that. But he's, he's doing a great job. And I think I think he'll be looking at higher than Leicester. I think he'll be looking at other jobs that come up in the, mm-hmm. in the near future. Well, he was mentioned two weeks ago about Tottenham, but he, he was sounding totally committed to Leicester. Mm-hmm. But he is going to go to a really elite level, isn't he? David, you reckon? I, I, yeah. I, th- I think Spurs would be a good job for him. Um, I know Leicester have plenty of money. Um, are Leicester going to win the Champions League? I don't think so. No. Spurs could. Is Kane going to still be there though? That's the thing, David. He wants to be there and win things. He's, he's no youngster anymore. He wants to win things. It's 1-0 Dundee United. Guess who the scorer is? Not the Shanky boy, is it? It is. Lauren Shanklin has scored. Shanky. So that could yeah. be good news for Scotland. Ryan, you probably don't care, although you will for Scotland, <laughs> that Lauren Shankland uh, has scored there. And we're just looking at some of the pictures producer James has given us it from Celtic Park. And Ryan, there's a, a brown uh, flag there, huge one there, number eight, tribute to Scott Brown. And uh, Scott Brown, thank you. Captain, leader, legend. What would you say about your captain? Oh, he's, he's all I've known as a Celtic fan, to be honest. Um, I, I started getting into Celtic when I was 12 and I'm 23 now. So he's, he's kind of all I've known in the centre of the midfield. I know he's played a couple of other positions in his career. But that sort of role that he's uh, he's played that heart of the midfield is iconic for me. He's the sort of player that I'll, I'll talk about when I'm older. Um, yeah. I watch Scott Brown play. I, maybe he's not to the same quality as your McStays or that, but he, he's that sort of iconic player. Um, and through the nine years of, of sort of dominance that we've had, he's been sort of at the at the forefront of it. Um, so he goes with my best wishes. Um, and who's going? I think it is the right time to go at the same time. Yeah, I think we saw that in the the old firm game a couple of weeks ago, and the mm-hmm. one before he played really well, Davy. We did it together with Barry Ferguson. But you, I think you could see the other week it kind of caught up with him. But maybe that's unfair. There's ten other players yeah. in his side. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it probably is unfair. I mean Scott Brown. Scott Brown is only guilty of growing old and you know yeah. it, it gets us all yeah. it gets us all and he's he's been a terrific servant at the club and he's the type of guy you would want running out the tunnel with you that's that's the best compliment I could pay him Who's going to be captain next season? I mean nobody can tell any names Ryan that are there Is McGregor the captain? Just is... Well he's he's vice captain so he's been mentioned um, but we heard but, the but other he's, day he's, he's not the same quality as a captain the, as Scott Brown not, not as a footballer no. he's a better footballer but yeah. You know, is he going to get players playing around him? Is he going to be, you know, digging in and shouting at players if they're not doing right? He's not. He's not that type of player. And will he be here? He's wanted well, elsewhere as well as the news that we hear. Um, but he has been great. So, Ryan, what do you think? Um, in terms of the captain, captain, team? yep. Um, I mean, it's kind of been thrust on McGregor. I mean, I know he's the he's the vice captain this season, but a couple of weeks ago, I felt like he really let himself down, especially after getting booked for the first time to sort of go in rashly that was the sort of thing you would expect Brown to do about 10 years ago so you know there is maybe room for growth there in terms of a, a captain I don't really see any obvious candidates especially if Ayers going at the end of the season um, which makes me think that the new manager whoever that will be will bring someone in specifically for that captain's role mm-hmm. which in itself has problems because obviously he doesn't know the way the new captain wouldn't really know the ways of the club because he's not been there. Yep. Um, so you'd have to get acclimatised to that. But I think the new manager will bring a captain in or a sort of focal point for the team. Mm. Do you believe it's going to be Eddie Howe? Yeah, I, I'm I'm quite confident. Now, it's been broken in a couple of uh, sports media outlets. Mm. Um, I think 
I think it's been in the pipeline for a couple of weeks now. It's just they've been trying to um, iron out all the final details of it. But I think it will be Eddie Howe, and I think it will get announced maybe tomorrow, maybe next week. We're not really sure, but it looks as if it's happening, which I'm quite happy about. Yeah, we've seen them uh, today. They've been saying that he will be here on Monday. We're not saying it. We don't know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think what we said a month ago wasn't far from it, Davey. But uh, we could have had an egg in our faces yet. Yeah, but, yeah. but I remember we did say on this programme that we believe a deal had been done. He's agreed yeah. to come. Provided, but he he did want some time before announcing it. Yeah. And everything else was conjecture. Did he, did he want time with his family? Well, he didn't. Rather than I, else. I didn't know that. I don't know. Because he's been involved for a long time, never had a break, you know, so maybe he wants a wee bit of time with his family first. Marvin Bartley told us last week, who knows him, has played uh, under him uh, at Burnley, said he is absolutely, you know, he's the modern manager, he's Mm -hmm. all over it. He's up, he's in early, he's working on everything, the stats. He's he's another one, well. I like listening to him. Marvin. No, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, yeah. Eddie Howe. You like Marvin as well. (laughs) I, th- I just think he talks a lot of sense when, even when he was at Bournemouth, yeah. even when they, they, they were defeated, and you listen to the things that he said. Very, very honest man, mm. Davy. Yeah, Howe, I mean, yeah, by, yeah, by all accounts, you, you won't find anyone with a bad word to say about Eddie Howe. He is the modern day manager. Although I have to say, any time I've watched Bournemouth over the years, it's been straightforward four four two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and a lot, a lot of people scoff the, you know, two lines of four, but, but the, the only worry that I would have, Davy, is you know he's with Bournemouth and he did a great job with them, kept him up, you know, for three or four seasons or whatever it was. He's now coming into a city where you've got to win yeah. things. You know, he's yeah. got to change it around. The pressure will be twenty times worse than it was down at Bournemouth. You know, can you handle that sort of thing? You know, I I don't know the man at all, but it'll be far, far different from what he's used to. It'll and be, the quick, the quicker yeah. he can get into it. You know, and the better it will be for him. I, th- I think that's that's why it's important that he gets himself to Glasgow as soon as possible. Eyeballs his players, has a look around the place. You know, basically beds in yeah. to to the football it's, club. It's, in the it's difficult. It's difficult. So he's ready to go. In and the season. sense, there's no fans here either. So he's, no. he's not got fifty, sixty thousand there. You know, there's, yeah. it's empty stadiums. And the players will be away as well, won't they? After the weekend. Yeah, after yeah. the weekend. And that's that's it. it. It's going to be changing in the guard. So, uh, thanks for that, Ryan. We, you know, we've seen that as well. They're saying it's going to happen. He'll be here. Well, very, very soon. Ryan, scoreline tonight. Does it matter for you? I suppose it always does if Celtic play. Yeah, I'd like us to finish off well. Obviously, we get beat in the last game, which feels like forever ago. That Celtic yeah. Rangers game. Um, I'm I'm going to go for one 0 and I'm going to put myself out there and um, say a Brown penalty. He'll get a penalty and he'll score the penalty. So Brown to score in his second last. Ryan, game. Ryan, it was never a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Good call. We're back in a moment with yeah. Derek Johnson, Davy Proven, Paul Cooney next. The Go Radio Football Show Talking football first Listen live weeknights from 5 So I'm not going to lie to you If you're travelling home across Glasgow and the West at the moment Not much has changed You've still got two lanes closed in heavy traffic Due to an earlier accident on M74 In both directions at Junction 3 for Carmyle But the good news is from the traffic cameras It does look like they're repairing the central reservation at the moment But if you are travelling northbound You have congestion from Junction 4 Maryville Right the way back along the M73 And if you're going southbound You're queuing back along the M8 And your travel time in both directions Is 35 minutes at the moment If you're going eastbound on the M8 You're slow from Junction 26 through to 
Junction 15 for Townhead. You do have the work, roadworks at the Woodside Viaduct causing your delays and your travel time there is about 30 minutes. And if you're going westbound on the M8, you're slow from Junction 11 for steps through to Junction 16 for Craig Hall and your travel time is 25 minutes. Now in Mulgay, Glasgow Road is closed in both directions due to roadworks from the Burnbray Roundabout to Auchenhowie Road. And on High Street, it's still closed in both directions due to the unsafe building between Ingram Street and George Street after the old College Bar fire last Tuesday. Your public transport is running well across Glasgow and the West for your Wednesday night, and that's you up to date on go. Latest in the Premiership tonight, Dundee United 1, Motherwell 0, Lauren Shankland in 13 minutes, and then a penalty for United in 20 minutes. But he missed it, put it past the post. Livingston 0, Rangers 0. Not too much to report on, Davy Proven, Derry Johnson, but uh, Simpson has just had a yellow card. So yellow card. Simpson getting still, a yellow card. He's yep. still got something. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I mean, Davy was probably right when Davy. I said three nothing, and Davy said, "Look, it'll be a tight game. Rangers will just win it by the odd goal." That's the way it's looking just now, but not an awful lot happening at the game. Quiet start uh, at the moment on Celtic TV. They're getting ready for the match, which kicks off at six thirty. We gave you the team news, and there's loads of tributes, Davy, going on yeah. to uh, Scott Brown. It's fitting, and I mean, it's just such a, a pity that after fourteen years, there's no crowd yeah. to give him a send off because what an occasion it would have been. You know, had Celtic Park been, been full tonight, it would have been a real night to remember for And probably they could celebrate some of the success over yeah. that period because it's been obviously COVID and they still won the quadruple treble. Absolutely. And for the Rangers fans now as well, it's difficult. I know the authorities are saying, please don't come out in numbers on Saturday. Stay away, Derek. And we do want to, you know, we, we still need to be careful with the virus. Things are getting much better. Uh, but we'd rather see fans in the ground rather than out and about. Yeah, well, yeah. I think... Uh, Stephen Gerrard will probably say something about that at the yeah. press conference on Friday, I would yeah. imagine, Paul, you know, because you're right, it's safety first. You know, I, I know they're all excited, I haven't won the, the league for 10 years, and they want to be out there celebrating, walking to George Square again, but we've seen what happens when thousands of people get together, you know, just calm yourself down. If you are going to do that, you need to keep two metres apart and wear your mask, and you see thousands of people doing that, hopefully they can, because it's all about your safety, isn't it? Teams are coming out at uh, Celtic Park. St. Johnson coming out first. Uh, there's Glenn Middleton, of course, who played oh, so well at the weekend. Um, and you're watching... You're, you're seeing some old goals there, Davey? No, no, I'm just... I'm just, I'm just oh, oh, from the other day, sorry. Yeah, to Glenn indeed. Middleton yeah. and the goal he scored he took in the really, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a Ronaldo effort, isn't I it? I felt it was always there. That was good yeah. commentary there. Terrific player. How far... Will he go back to Rangers or do you think that it's not? he's not going to make it at Rangers? Not, not sure, um... Not, not convinced he's going to make it at Rangers, no. but, but certainly he'll have a decent career for himself. And Absolutely. the example of his technique for the free kick at Hamden at the weekend and, was, and was The great terrific. thing is, you know, Yogi could win a, a trophy, you know, with Hibs, he can win a medal. Mm. And same with Jamie Murphy at Hibs, did well there in the final as yep. well. So two Rangers players that have been right. thrown out yep. to the sides could actually win yeah. something. Rangers don't, have, Rangers don't have a lot of natural words to do, apart no. from the wing-backs. Well, yep. Jordan Jones has gone to Sunderland, he yeah. was the one. Uh, yep, that's a good point. And yeah. the one that went to Oxford as well. Yep, he could do it at uh, St. Johnson. Murphy could do it at Hibs. As Celtic come out now, the tracksuit tops are on, led out by Scott Brown. As you said in the beginning, it's going to be fascinating next season when it comes to Aberdeen against Celtic, the first match uh, next season. Which dressing room he goes into? I'd, 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 have, I'd have a fiver on Scott Brown getting a booking in the first 10 minutes against <laughs> Celtic next season because he'll want to, put, he'll want to make a statement. Mm. Very you know, much so. that's, I mean, sorry, that's sorry I'm coming out now and saying you know, that I'll always have a soft spot for Celtic. You know, they've made my life, enjoyed everything. <laughs> yeah. But when you're at Aberdeen, you'll, they, that'll be interesting. The first challenge mm. he has, 
Did you find that when you played for Dundee United against Rangers? Were you? I did. You know, I did. Yeah. I found it difficult, but you know, but I still tried to score. I had uh-huh. one half chance. I headed it over the bar. It was nothing each. Eventually, but uh, Jim Jim McLean was great before. What did he say to you? Jim McLean yeah. said to me, "Be honest with me." I said, "Well, trust yeah. you to say something. Would be honest." Yeah. He says, uh, "If I start you, will you try?" Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I says, well, "Of course I will." Yeah. I mean, you've 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 brought me up from Chelsea for a month, you know. Mm. And it's great for me to get experience, get games. If I get the chance, I'll score. But I don't believe you. And he put me on the bench. <laughs> I came on after an hour. I came on after an hour. But I really enjoyed it. And in fact, the, the great yeah. story with that as well. He said to me, go, go and get a warm-up because you're going on. So I went up and, and, and I did the warm-up. And I came back and I went and sat in the Rangers dugout. <laughs> yes, just for all about it. And Big Jock went, get yourself to France. <laughs> Jock Wallace said, uh, I was, I on said your bike. To be, uh, laughing, yeah. a laughing way. There's uh, Scott Brown getting a presentation from the outgoing chief executive to the outgoing captain. Um, Davey, you're just looking there, he's getting a. So it's a nice yeah, set of boxing gloves. Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 nice, nice, nice touch, silver salver inscribed well silver salver. Um, end of an era. This is the changing of the guard almost, isn't it? Peter yeah. Lowell, Scott Brown, Neil Lennon, all, all going. Here's Sean, a Celtic fan on the line and go radio. Good evening, Sean. Uh, good evening, guys. How you doing? Yeah, good. How are you tonight? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Just, just finished work, so on to use. <laughs> ah, good man. Yeah, you just finished there. So, Sean, what are you thinking this evening? Yeah, I was just, you know, I was just want to talk about, obviously, about, spoke about it before, the ongoing saga, as we're calling it, you know, with Celtic and, you know, the, what's happened with the managers, the situation, you know, and I think we're all sort of wondering what's going on, if Eddie Hicks could be the manager, if he's not going to be the manager, or, you know, I think it's just, it's just been going on for ages now, there's still no appointment, and we're nearly at the end of the season, you know what I mean? And I think... Yep. It's quite unfair for the Celtic fans just to be waiting and waiting, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'll come back to you in a second or two. That's the final huddle, Davey, which you were telling us you had some great pictures on Sky not yeah. that long ago. Yeah. And uh, he's the one that normally captains oh, he's, he's, he's the boss. He's, a, he's, yeah. he's definitely the boss. Mm-hmm. He, he sets the tone, doesn't he, before every game. And you can see you can see how much it means to him. Mm-hmm. He cares. What's your scoreline in this tonight? What do you reckon? I think 2 or 3 nil Celtic I think they'll give them a, a, a decent farewell tonight his teammates They want to leave that mark to say that yep we've lost uh, the title uh, by well, a margin but I'm sure Scott Brown even in that little huddle he had we seen them mm. come on lads this, this yeah. is my last game here mm. let's let's win this game mm. I'll tell you what St Johnston are a good side hard side to beat they get everybody back I don't see it being a 3 nothing. this might be it might be a one nothing or a, or a one each mm. I think because St Johnston have got people that could score goals they defend well and they work hard Oh yeah, Sean. What do you reckon tonight? I think I think I'll, I can see Celtic winning two three as well. I think you know, St John's are a decent side, but I think mm. you know the Scots like last match. I think you know, I think you know, the players will be motivated to maybe just that. I think in general, I think they'll they'll win hopefully. You know, but I think it'll be quite a good game. You know, I can see us winning two three. You know. And Davy, uh, you were giving us the team news uh, an hour ago. Barkas is in there. Uh, Brown, Turnbull, Kenny, Christie, Edward, Elianusi, Ayer, Forrest. Adam Montgomery and Welsh. So, Sean's asking about Eddie Howe. Sean, it, it looks as though it is Eddie Howe, but we're just waiting to find out for sure. I'll tell you what I was thinking, that Derek, for Rangers, they must be enjoying this and saying, you know, the fact that, you know, there's so much chat about it and so much uncertainty, whereas Rangers have been signing players, you know, re-signing players. Uh, they've brought in Sakala for next yeah. next season. Um, but, but do you know what Steven Gerrard wouldn't talk about any other no. manager I, I've heard them say this before when somebody's asked them about a team or a player at another team he says look I've enough to think about my own side the, the manager's here let them get on with it and, and that's what he would say here 
he's focusing on what he's going to do for Rangers. He's brought in a couple of players already, Alexis Scott Wright as well, who could have come in in the summer, but he's here already playing. You're right, and I think there'll be three or four new players coming in, and there'll be maybe four or five, maybe even six players going out. You know, because you always have to strengthen, and Davey will tell you, you, you don't buy players when you're when you're struggling and you're down. You always buy them when you're on top because you get them a lot easier. It's as simple as that. For Sean, Derek, who would you say is Celtic's best player? It's been a really tough season. Or a couple of players that you'd say start to build around these players? I think Turnbull is the man. Mm. I think I think he's yep. come in. You're a very, very bad injury. And for for Celtic to sign him, you know, again, after, after oh, is it two and a half million or something, Davey, they, they, they paid for him? Three, yeah. Just over three. Three, three yeah. million. Mm-hmm. And I think as a midfielder, he scores goals. You know, he can pass the ball, he's got good energy, he can get a tackle if he well, I think you, you you were talking about a captain, maybe not a captain just now. If he continues the way he's going in a few years' time, he'd certainly be good enough in that role to be the captain because we all want midfielders to be the captain because they can talk forward and they can talk going backwards. Sure. You're in the middle of it all, but I think probably he's been the most consistent Celtic player, I think. Davey? Davey yeah, I, mean, I, I, yeah I, I can't disagree. He's been, he's been the real plus. Yeah, I think he's the one that will give Celtic supporters hope. Obviously, Callum McGregor's another mainstay. Sorrow hopefully will continue to improve. But I think the difficulty for Celtic would be, you know, Eddie Howe will want to know what kind of budget he's got. And until Celtic sell the likes of Ayer and, and Edward, if they go, do they know how much they can give Eddie Howe to spend? I mean, it's a real awkward situation. Barkas playing tonight, is that a shop window job or does that mean he's going to stay? I mean, there's so many questions to to be answered. Shop window, surely, Barkas. I, I, yeah, I would yeah. think so. I mean, I, I'm not convinced there's any way back. Um, Eddie, Eddie Howe may be of the opinion that it's a clean slate. If, yeah. if he comes to Glasgow, he might say, look, you, you've all got a, a fresh start here. But I don't think there's any doubt. You'll be speaking to John Kennedy. You'll sit down with him for, for a long time and say, look, tell me what's going on this season. Mm-hmm. Who's the players that are doing it? Who's not doing it? What do you think? And I think you'll, you'll get as much information about Celtic and the squad that they've got certainly from John Kennedy Sean have you been surprised that we haven't seen much of Sorrow I mean he came in earlier in the year really impressed but and he's been on the bench he's come off the bench but have you been disappointed not to see much of him yeah because I think he's a really, really a talented player most of it I think which is probably other Celtic fans as well I think I've been, I've been disappointed but I think he should be in the team week in week out he's proved he's a good, good player so I've been disappointed He's not been in the team, and I don't, I don't really understand why he's not been in the team. I think he's been consistent, and he has been in the team. So yeah, it's been a bit disappointing that front that he's not been given a bit more of a chance. Yeah, he's a really good player. He's, he's delighted with two 0 Dundee, Dundee United. Two Derek, just to say, yep. Sorry, on you go. I think you'll be grateful that the likes of the Proclaimers have, have made a song after him, isn't it? What's that? Sorrow. Indeed, song. yes. <laughs> I've got the song there ready for him, Derek. Thank you. <laughs> play it, play it. See, see if you were quick, you could have played that. I know, if I was nice. only quick enough. <laughs> That's been the problem for the Celtic defence, mind you, hasn't it, Sean? Uh, and it's been remarkable, yeah. the goals that they've lost this season. But I guess I can hear you're desperate to think about next season now. And we're, everyone's waiting to find out what's going to happen. Rangers will enjoy this weekend. They'll get the trophy on Saturday. Celtic, I would imagine, want to get the season out of the way. Is that a chance there for Celtic, David? Yeah, good block there by Montgomery. Good play from St. Johnson on the right-hand side. Ball was cut back. I think it was Kane that hit it and Montgomery got out really quickly. It is a back four for Celtic, by the way, Pollock. Mm-hmm. The, the, first, the first shape I gave you was the right shape. Montgomery yep. at left back. And the midfield diamond, Scott Brown sitting, Turnbull off the, the two and Christian Elianusi either side. 
Mikkelsen is the scorer for Dundee United. So they're 2-0 against Motherwell. Motherwell nearly scored a few moments earlier, but it's 2-0 Dundee United. So Mickey Mellon's obviously given them a rocket after that performance at the weekend. Uh, Rangers are still 0-0 at Livingston. So, Sean... Um, yeah, we're waiting to find out who is going to be here. Have you got a player of the season? Is it David Turnbull, I guess, you reckon? Is that- yeah, yeah. I think Turnbull's probably been the best player for us this season. I think it's outstanding. So, you know, yeah, he's definitely been the player for me this season. Yeah. And I think he'll just get better and better. And as he grows and he matures as a player, I think he'll, he'll become a sensation for Celtic, I think. And how much are you looking forward to getting back next season? Looking forward to it, yeah, it'd be good to get back. You know, it's been a long season for us for most, most fans. But yeah, it'd be good to get back. But also, it'd be good to get back and see the team playing as well it's been rubbish not seeing them play but I just hope I just hope they'll say hope for that they've actually got a manager in, in place so that's what I'm worried about <laughs> OK Sean thanks very much from Edinburgh there a Celtic fan calling us on the way home after another uh, day at work Derek Rangers not much news at the moment from the match with Livy 0-0 Simpson was booked but um, pretty tame affair so far well it's a strong Rangers side so there's, there's no excuses for them you know I spoke about James Tavernier Early when when you interviewed him and he, the first thing he said was oh we don't like playing on that pitch. Mm. For me for me it is an excuse really. If you're a good player you can play on any surface. But you know it looks as if they're struggling a wee bit. But Livingston when they play against Rangers there's never been an easy game for Rangers when they play Livy. But I thought with that side that they had out tonight you know they'd be strong if they're up for it. Then it could have been an easy two or three nothing. But looks as if you know Davy might be right. It might be just that single goal that does it. Or can Livy hold out and get another draw? Could do. David. It's one of these grounds you get out of town with the points, isn't it? No matter how you play, <laughs> no matter how ugly the game is, if you've got the points, get out of town as soon as you can. What's happening at Celtic? Seven and a half, eight minutes gone, Davey. Is there much uh, to see so far? Yeah, I mean, as you as you would expect, Celtic have had most of the ball, but St. Johnson looking very tidy on the, 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 the counter-attack. When St. Johnson don't have it, they're dropping in, letting Celtic come out with the ball. But uh, neither goalkeepers had a safe to make so far. Man City crowned champions last night uh, in England. What a manager. Pep Guardiola, just how good is he? We're going to discuss that in a moment or two after the break. And also, who's going to win the Champions League final? We've got a former Chelsea star with us, Derek Johnson. It's your club in the Champions League final. Can they do it again? And can Pep do it again? And Man City, for the first time, win the biggest prize in European, in world football, really, isn't it? Out with the World Cup. And so much is about club football now. Uh, I I think it is the biggest prize in world football. Um, The the standard now in the Champions League is is the best of any competition in in the world. We'll keep you right up to date. We're back just after this. And Macklin Motors Nissan are giving someone in Glasgow and the West the chance to win a brand new car. Code Radio. We love Glasgow. Give us your five right. guesses. Vicky McClure, Martin Compton, Cy Ferry, Ella Henderson, Ollie from You and You. You can see the letter five. If you can identify the superstars, the car could be yours. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk, then listen to Crofty and Grado tomorrow at 10 p.m. On Go Radio Breakfast with Macklin Motors Nissan. Book your appointment to discover the new Qashqai. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Rangers have gone one up at Livy. Tell you more in a minute. Chris with the traffic. 
Yeah, so we still have two lanes closed and some traffic due to an earlier accident on M74 in both directions at Junction 3 for Carmile. Now, the traffic cameras are showing me that the team are repairing the central reservation at the moment, but if you're going northbound, you have congestion from Maryville right back along the M73, and if you're going southbound, you're queuing back along to the M8, and your travel time is 20 minutes in both directions, so an improvement there. On the M8 eastbound, you're slow from Junction 26 for Hillington through to Junction 15 for Downhead. You do have the roadworks at the Woodside Viaduct causing these delays, and your travel time is about 25 to 30 minutes at the moment if you're going westbound you're slow from junction 11 steps to junction 16 for Craig Hall your travel time there is 25 minutes and that was not helped by an earlier broken down car that has now been removed from junction 13 at the M80 junction 1 for province so you do still have congestion in the area on the M77 southbound you have a lane blocked on the exit slip road for junction 5 at Eaglesham and Newton Mearns this is due to an accident and your traffic is coping well there at the moment and Wilgai Glasgow Road is closed in both directions due to roadworks from, Burn- from the Burnbury roundabout uh, to Auchenhowie Road and High Street is still closed in town in both directions due to the unsafe building between Ingram Street and George Street after the old College Bar fire last Tuesday. Your public transport is running well at the moment and you can find the very latest travel updates at thisisgo.co.uk Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel. So Rangers have gone one up at Livingston with three minutes remaining in the first half. It was a penalty taken by the captain James Tavernier. Well he's missed a few penalty kicks uh, this season but uh, there was one stage, Davey, halfway through the season where he was the top scorer in Scotland. Yeah, yep. remarkable. You know, with penalties and free kicks and, and headers and everything. Yeah. He's, he's just been unbelievable. His, his best had to be Tannadice. The, oh, the, the long range. That free kick. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Hadji was through, got to the ball before Max Strajek and he was penalised, the goalkeeper, and it was a, that was the penalty for Rangers. So, James Tavernier, what a season for him. He could have been player of the year if it wasn't for that injury. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, the, the Rangers players have been queuing up for the Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, Davis. And, and again, you know, I've, I've said Stephen Davis, but if it's Alan McGregor or Tavernier, you can't argue, can you? Well, you don't want the goalkeeper. In general, you don't think well, goalkeepers. Yeah, listen, I think Alan McGregor's had a fabulous yeah. season, but I, I, they should have their own award. <laughs> they should indeed, yeah. Well, it's, it's, but, a, it's the same with strikers. They should be the striker of the year, the defender, the midfielder and the goalkeeper. What's wrong with that? Because you can't judge a goalkeeper and the centre forward mm. in the same breath you didn't say that when Different. you won player of the year did you? yeah but I was centre half centre forward midfield exactly team news coming in Dundee United are still two up against Motherwell as we told you it was Laura Shanklin who scored early on a few minutes later he missed a penalty they could have been two up and then Mikkelsen making it uh, 2-0 Dundee United against Motherwell Rangers one up at Livingston Celtic and St Johnson 0-0 with 15 minutes gone and the other big games tonight Aberdeen against Hebs we're just getting some team news in yeah. uh, David you, you've got it there you've, Ky- yeah. Kyle Lafferty who's a huge player yeah, for Kilmarnock starts tonight big one Chris that's a Bordo. huge bonus go for it so Chris Kelly Bordo. team against St Mirren yeah Rogers, yeah. Millen, Broadfoot Rossi, Waters, Power, Dicker, Pinnock, Burke, Kilty and Lafferty. But the talisman is in. Big news for them up against uh, St Mirren who are Anik, McCarthy, Doyle Hayes, Flynn, Obika, Dermis, Finlayson, McGrath, Fraser, Erwin, Henderson. Two strong lineups. As I like uh, the McGrath boy. Every time I've watched him, you know, he's 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 done the business. He's, he's scored both times against Rangers. When I watched him, he just just looks. He's just a young player, but he knows how to hold on to the ball. He, his runs are perfect. He's got good pace. If anything you would want in a young player, he's got a he's he's got a certainly got a huge future ahead of him. That's for sure. It has been watched by quite a few teams. So Derek, what do you think? Who's going to win tonight? Uh, big news there from Davy that Kyle Lafferty plays. What a difference that makes to Kilmarnock. You know, I think they've got to win tonight. I mean, 
I don't think the manager is, can see anything the players going out there. Never mind tactics. Just go out and give your lot 100%. Don't shirk any tackles for 90 minutes. Go out there and get a result. That's all he's looking for. Never mind the pretty stuff. We need three points rather than great football. And I think they'll probably get that tonight. At the bottom of the table, just to remind you, Hamilton on 30 points, Kilmarnock on 32, Ross County on 33. Davey, you were at Kilmarnock before you went to Celtic. What's yeah, going to happen tonight? I think Kilmarnock will win tonight. I think some other season effectively ended at Hamden last weekend, been knocked out of the cup. Um, I'm not sure Simona really recovered from missing out in that top six mm -hmm. spot yeah. at the last minute at Hamilton uh, Kilmarnock for me tonight although they have done well Saints but you're going for Kilmarnock just waiting for the team news coming in from Aberdeen we've got the Hibs lineup: Macy McGinn Hanlon the captain McGregor Doig what a season he's had Gogic Gogic Halberg Irvin Boyle Doig and Nisbet just yeah. went to hear about Aberdeen but what do you reckon are Hibs going to do it because they, they know they can clinch it virtually tonight well, I've, I've backed Aberdeen to finish third so I've got to stick with that it's an outside chance I know but um, yeah. interesting Ryan Portis on the bench I've tonight. Just yeah. say that, the bench. I just noticed that that's a strange one for me yep on the bench Dabrowski. but Hibs are on a high but Hibs are on a high to be fair and yep. I, I think they know if they beat Aberdeen then they've obviously they're going to secure that third place. So mm. I think they'll. I think because both of them need to do it, that'll end up a draw. That'll be the usual one each or something. I think it'll be a draw. Porteous also on the bench. Gray, who was the skipper in 2016 when they won the Scottish Cup. McGuinness, Wright, Newell, Stevenson, and Murphy. It's a really good squad. Aberdeen have been surprising this season. I mean, really good early on. You know, some good signings. They were motoring, and then they did go off the boil. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. They couldn't buy a goal. That was the bottom line. They yep. just couldn't buy a goal. Um, I mean, it's been downhill since that. You can trace it back to Adam Rooney leaving the club. You know, who, who was a talisman who was getting all the goals. Um, Cosgrove, Cosgrove did them a was doing if, the business. If you're going yeah. to sell your best strikers yeah. all the time, you know, you're, you're going to sell You've got eventually. to have somebody ready to bring yeah, in. They haven't had that. Then they haven't had that. That's the problem. Kurt, Curtis Main, I thought, would, would be good yeah. for them. Never really. Produced Hard but worker, but you need goals. Yeah. You're a number nine nowadays, I'm afraid you need to put the ball in the back of the net. OK, at, at the top, Rangers on 96 points, Celtic on 73, Rangers are a goal up at the moment, Hibs on 59, Aberdeen on 56. So, just three points in it. You never know, Davey, what's going to happen. So what about then Ross County against Hamilton? Arguably, match of the day. Yeah. It's uh, so much hinging six pointers. this I mean, one. We keep talking about yeah. six-pointers, but this is the six-pointer. What do you think, Derek? What's going to happen? I think because Ross County are at home. I know Hamilton are battlers and they've had some great results in the past three or four weeks. But I just think Ross County are saying to themselves, this is our big chance. It's a home game. If we win this, we'll have every chance of staying up. And I think they'll just give their all. And they're good enough. They're scoring goals. They've just got to watch the back door. That's their problem. But I think they're good enough to win tonight well, that, was the, goal. that was their problem they were good enough against Celtic for example yeah. in fact they saw they've, they've the got Neil Lennon them, Paul. They've, got yeah. them. they've just got to do that tonight the manager I don't think will have to say much to them just go there if you want to be in this division win tonight it's as simple as that Yogi came on this programme and he said that the problem is we can beat you know the, the top yeah. teams and we struggle against uh, clubs at, at their level yeah I mean I think you could toss a coin in that one uh, tonight just ironic that two such close pals are going head to head mm. In the dugouts. Um, I, I've stuck with Hamilton. I'll stick with Brian Rice tonight. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm so so split here. I want Kilmarnock to stay up. Um, I've tipped Hamilton. <laughs> but it's great that's going I, to I the end of Yogi. I mean, we all do. It's <laughs> a nice lad. Yeah, it's some finish, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Ross County are Laidlaw, Hilda, Gardine, 
Vigers, the captain, Yakaviti, Kelly, Spittle, Tilson, Naismith, Donaldson, and uh, can I say the talisman, Jordan White? He is a terrific player for them. And uh, for Aki's Gurley, O'Dolphin, McMahon, Easton, the skipper, Hamilton, Anderson, Martin, Minot, Moyo, Hodgson, Callahan. Callahan scored some great goals for them, haven't they? And Moyo as well. But it's going to be about the Hamilton defence today, probably. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I've just, I've just got a feeling about Hamilton. You know, I think mm. they're going to prove us all wrong. They do it every year. They seem to do it. You're right. You're we, right. We, we all write them off. I wouldn't rule them out yet. Okay, well, we'll give you. We've got the Dons team now as well. Woods in goal. Hoban, Considine, the skipper from the Scotland squad as well. Henry, Hedges, McGeoch, Hayes, McLennan, Ferguson, Camberry, and Mackenzie. It's a strong side, Derek. Is yeah. that? Well, here's a, a yep. wee chance for for Celtic as well. I can see Paul. It was a pass back from about 40 yards and the keeper picked it up and Celtic right away, a few players put their hands up and went, it's a pass back. And, and it was a pass back from that. The goalkeeper realised that this is a, probably the, the best chance that Celtic will, will have. It's about 25 yards out. Well, it's a fact, it's in the box. It's only about 16 yards out the left-hand side of the goals. This is a chance for a Christie or whoever. Just, you- just bend this in the corner. What do you reckon, Davey? With 22 minutes gone. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan, certainly Ryan Christie uh, fancies it. Mm-hmm. Although, you, you with a left foot, it's not the you, right angle you for him, is Turnbull, it really? You'd think that would suit Turnbull with the right so. foot, wouldn't you? Absolutely. St. Johnson had a great chance, as you mentioned, Derek, just a few moments Kane, ago. Glenn Kane had a header. I mean, yeah. he had a free header from about eight yards and misheaded it and it went well wide. There's no rush to take this, Davey, are they? Well, I mean, <laughs> it would help if the St. Johnson wall went back the full 10 yards. That's or about 10 yards. Seven, eight yards away, um... I think it's going to be Turnbull, isn't it? Has to be. Go Radio Football Show, Davy Proven, Derek Johnson. Here we go. To Turnbull, and it's a goal. 1-0 Celtic. I think it went through the wall, do you know that? Because he he didn't bend it, he hit it straight down. Whether the wall jumped and it went under, I don't know. We'll get a better view of it a bit. It's a great strike by Celtic's best player this season, that's for sure. Here we go, the ball's just touched to the side. They jumped, it went through the wall. That, that, the goalkeeper will be raging at that. That's, that's the danger. If you're a coach... Do you tell your wall to, to jump there and take the chance that the, it's going to be struck underneath the wall? What, what do you do? What they're doing nowadays is have somebody lie down yeah, at the back of them just in, in case they do yeah. that, you know. Problem is the player lying down could fall asleep now and again, you know. It's... At least it's still going to happen. That might wake him up if it hits him. But that's the ideal, the reason where it happens. You know, because the, they know that the wall's going to jump and there's nobody at the back, so keepers no chance with it. David Turnbull, 23 minutes, 1-0 Celtic. Rangers are one up. It was the penalty from James Tavernier at Livingston. Livingston nil, Rangers one. And Dundee United two, Motherwell nil, Shankland and Mikasen. And Shankland missed a penalty. What a good goal for Celtic. Celtic. Wow. A long diagonal ball from Scott Brown in behind. Edward nutmegged the, the, the centre-back with his first touch to open up the target and just dink the goalkeeper. How cool he was it. The, the, keeper, the keeper's come out. Great ball from Brown over the top. Mind you, this it was it's poor defending, but as the keeper comes out, just a wee dink over him. That's a terrific goal. He just dinked it, didn't he? Over the oh, uh, dink, you do indeed. Yes. What's dink in French? What's what will be saying? I've just, uh, I've just what? C'est no. même yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wee, wee dink. <laughs> wee dink. <laughs> so uh, we're just about out of time. We're just watching that one again. There, Celtic. What yeah, they, they are up for it. You said that might happen tonight. You know the farewell. Uh, to Scott Brown and to that era and saying that yeah. it's probably the only two chances that Celtic have created you know in, yeah. in, in the half and uh, they've scored two goals out of it that's that's how good they, they are going forward when they do get space in the box I thought the defence the, the defending was poor but Celtic throwing men forward looking for a third almost got it they got a corner kick 
it's almost what was the first game early on they played Hamilton Ackeston there were five goals in it and Celtic started like this and they're kind of finishing at the moment there's a 24 and a half minutes gone Celtic leading by two goals to nil Rangers are one up at half time at Livingston Dundee United are two up and uh, we'll be kicking off at quarter to eight for Aberdeen against Hibs so much to play for yeah. uh, we know about uh, Kelly against St Mirren we just mentioned it and Ross County against Hamilton Davey final word the fans back 2000 it's not enough but it's a start it's a, yeah. it's a start but we need we need a bit of leeway here the game is, is on its knees financially yeah. we need to get crowds back into the grounds now oh Half a chance Close. here again for Edward. Yep. Ball hammered across the six-yard line. He came in, just tried to side foot it in and it went through his legs, I think. He missed the ball completely. OK, Jokal Day is coming up after the news. Rob's here tomorrow night with Marvin Bartley and Craig Moore. 2-0 Celtic, 1-0 Rangers, 2-0 Dundee United. That's it from us. Good night. See you tomorrow at five. Good night. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was It was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.